Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of Course in Miracles original edition, which is published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net. Or from also the link at top for online edition, you'll see the link to read ACIMOE. Also at that website, there's a tab called Lesson Sign Up where you can sign up to receive a daily excellent email that includes both the text reading for the day as well as the day's lesson. My name is Lori Cameron. This call is Monday through Friday from about 9.15 to about 11 a.m. Eastern. And today we are continuing our reading of Chapter 26, The Transition, with Section 5, Where Sin Has Left. And we'll also be reading The Little Hindrance, Section 6. We're mindful of our lesson today, Lesson 278. If I am bound, my father is not free. And by way of opening this morning, as I hinted yesterday, uh, I had a piece from Mary Beth Scalise uh, that I really wanted to share in light of this lesson about freedom. And it goes like this. I have a painful fantasy of a dark world. Jesus asked me to recognize my thoughts as hallucinations. I am invited to come into his light. He makes an emphatic call for faith and fidelity and for remembrance that I have practiced homecoming all my life. The plea of the beloved is that I stay in him this time where a place is prepared and a vision given, a purpose is revealed and every longing heart refreshed. God says, I am. God has come to stay. God and Jesus speak as one voice. In his light, I can see the world and myself as he sees, if I but cherish the gift of assumption into his being. The flare and fire of many billions of beings is made known as the infinite field of Christ's identity which crowns the world in vivid splendor. If I am bound, my father is not free. Amen. Oh, good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lori. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. Yes. It's another, very. Another, another very fresh poem uh, that just came from her pen this week. Uh, so I'm, I'm just so pleased that I could share it here. Thank you very much. Yeah, that, that was very good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, my friends, here's our reading list this morning. We have Jennifer, Fran, Robin Marie, Karen, Jessica, Patricia, and Sandra. We're joined in listening this morning by Kristen and Judy, and I wonder if anyone else has joined us. Would like to say good morning and be on the reading list. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, everyone. I love what you read, Laurie. This is Lana, and I can read this morning. 
Oh, most excellent. Thanks, Lana. Okay. Oh, boy. What a pleasure to read this section in Chapter 26. The Transition, Section 5, Where Sin Has Left. Today we start in Paragraph 25. Forgiveness is this world's equivalent of heaven's justice. It translates the world of sin into a simple world where justice can be reflected from beyond the gate behind which total lack of limits lies. Nothing in boundless love could need forgiveness. And what is charity within the world gives way to simple justice past the gate that opens into heaven. No one forgives unless he has believed in sin and still believes he has much to be forgiven. Forgiveness thus becomes the means by which he learns he has done nothing to forgive. Forgiveness always rests upon the one who offers it until he sees himself as needing it no more. And thus is he returned to his real function of creating, which his forgiveness offers him again. Uh, Jennifer. All right, thank you, Lori. Chapter 26, The Transition, 5, Where Sin Has Left. 25, Forgiveness is... A little bit... A little bit not clear, Jennifer. Uh, Whatever you do. Okay, how's that? There you go. Perfect, thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay, 25, Forgiveness is this world's equivalent of heaven's justice. It translates the world of sin into a simple world where justice can be reflected from beyond the gate, beyond which total lack of limits lies. Nothing in boundless love could need forgiveness. And what is charity within the world gives way to simple justice past the gate that opens into heaven. No one forgives unless he has believed in sin and still believes that he has much to be forgiven. Forgiveness thus becomes the means by which he learns he has done nothing to forgive. Forgiveness always rests upon the one who offers it until he sees himself as needing it no more. And thus is he returned to his real function of creating which his forgiveness offers him again. 26. Forgiveness turns the world of sin into a world of glory. Wonderful to see. Each flower shines in light and every bird sings with the joy of heaven. There is no sadness. There is no parting here. For everything is totally forgiven. And what has been forgiven must join, for nothing stands between to keep them separate and apart. The sinless must perceive that they are one, but nothing stands between to push the other off. And in the space which sin left vacant, do they join as one? Is gladness, recognizing what is part of them has not been kept apart. 
Thank you on mute, Lori. You are right. Um, thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. And Fran. 26. Forgiveness turns the world of sin into a world of glory. Wonderful to see. Each flower shines in light, and every bird sings of the joy of heaven. There is no sadness, and there is no parting here, for everything is totally forgiven. And what has been forgiven must join, for nothing stands between to keep them separate and apart. The sinless must perceive that they are one, for nothing stands between to push the other off. And in the space which sin left vacant, do they join as one, in gladness recognizing what is part of them has not been kept apart and separate. 27. The holy place on which you stand is but the space that sin has left, and here you see the face of Christ arising in its place. Who could behold the face of Christ and not recall his Father as he really is? Who could fear love and stand upon the ground where sin has left a place for heaven's altar to rise and tower far above the world and reach beyond the universe to touch the heart of all creation. What is heaven but a song of gratitude and love and praise by everything created to the source of its creation? The holiness of altars is set where once sin was believed to be. And here does every light of heaven come to be rekindled and increased in joy. For here is what was lost, restored to them, and all their radiance made whole again. Thank you, Fran. And Robin Marie. Twenty-seven. <clears throat> the holy place on which you stand is but the space that sin has left. And here you see the face of Christ arising in its place. Who could behold the face of Christ and not recall his Father as he really is? Who could fear love and stand upon the ground where sin has left a place for heaven's altar to rise and tower far above the world and reach beyond the universe to touch the heart of all creation? What is heaven but a song of gratitude and love and praise by everything created to the source of its creation? The holiest of altars is set where once sin was believed to be, and here does every light of heaven come to be rekindled and increased in joy. For here is what was lost, restored to them, and all their radiance made whole again. 28. Forgiveness brings no little miracles to lay before the gate of heaven. Here the Son of God himself comes to receive each gift that brings him nearer to his home. Not one is lost, and none is cherished more than any other. Each reminds him of his Father's love as surely as the rest, and each one teaches him that what he fears he loves the most. What but a miracle could change his mind so that he understands that love cannot be feared? 
What other miracle is there but this? And what else need there be to make the space between you disappear? Thank you, Robert Marie. And Karen. 28. Forgiveness brings no little miracles to lay before the gate of heaven. Here, the Son of God himself comes to receive each gift that brings him nearer to his home. Not one is lost, and none is cherished more than any other. Each reminds him of his Father's love as surely as the rest. And each one teaches him that what he fears he loves the most. What but a miracle could change his mind so that he understands that love cannot be feared? What other miracle is there but this? And what else need there be to make the space between you disappear? 29. Where sin once was perceived will rise a world which will become an altar to the truth. And you will join the lights of heaven there and sing their song of gratitude and praise. And as they come to you to be complete, so will you go with them. For no one hears the song of heaven and remains without a voice that adds its power to the song and makes it sweeter still. And each one joins the singing at the altar which was raised within the tiny spot that sin proclaimed to be its own. And what was tiny then had soared into a, multi- a magnitude of song in which the universe has joined with but a single voice. This tiny spot of sin that stands between you still is holding back the happy opening of heaven's gate. How little is the hindrance which withholds the wealth of heaven from you. And how great will be the joy in heaven when you join the mighty chorus to the love of God. Thank you, Karen. And Jessica, if you'd like to go straight to the next, please. Sure. 29. Where sin once was perceived will rise a world which will become an altar to the truth. And you will join the lights of heaven there and sing their song of gratitude and praise. And as they come to you to be complete, so will you go with them. For no one hears the song of heaven and remains without a voice that adds its power to the song and makes it sweeter still. And each one joins the singing at the altar which was raised within the tiny spot that sin proclaimed to be its own. And what was tiny then has soared into a magnitude of song in which the universe has joined with just with but a single voice. 
this tiny spot of sin that stands between you still is holding back the happy opening of heaven's gate. How little is the hindrance which withholds the wealth of heaven from you, and how great will be the joy in heaven when you join the mighty chorus to the love of God. So, this is a continuation of this is a continuation of the little hindrance. No, that was where sin yes. has left, and now we're going into a little the little hindrance. Perfect. Six. Thank you. <clears throat> Thirty. A little hindrance can seem large indeed to those who do not understand that miracles are all the same. Yet teaching that is what this course is for. This is its only purpose, for only that is all there is to learn. And you can learn it many different ways. All learning is a help or hindrance to the gate of heaven. Nothing in between is possible. There are two teachers only who point in different ways. And you will go along the way your chosen teacher leads. There are but two directions you can take while time remains and choice is meaningful. For never will another road be made except the way to heaven. You but choose whether to go toward heaven or away to nowhere. There is nothing else to choose. Thank you, Jessica. I'm Patricia. Dirty. A little hindrance can seem large, indeed, to those who do not understand that Miracles are all the same. Yet teaching that is what this course is for. Yet teaching that is what this course is for. This is its only purpose. For only that is all there is to learn. And you can learn it many different ways. All learning is a help or hindrance to the gate of heaven. Nothing in between is possible. There are two teachers only who point in different ways. And you will go along the way your chosen teacher leads. There are but two directions you can take while time remains and choice is meaningful. For never will another road be made except the way to heaven. You but choose whether to go toward heaven or away to nowhere. There is nothing else to choose. 31. 
Nothing is ever lost but time. Nothing is ever lost but time, which in the end is nothing. It is but a little hindrance to eternity, quite meaningless to the real teacher of the world. Yet, since you do believe in its reality, why should you waste it going nowhere when it can be used to reach a goal as high as learning can achieve? Think not the way to heaven's gate is difficult at all. Nothing you undertake with certain purpose and high resolve and happy confidence, holding each other's hand and keeping step to heaven's song is difficult to do. But it is hard indeed to wander off alone and miserable down a road which leads to nothing and which has no purpose. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. And Sandra. 31. Nothing is ever lost but time, which in the end is nothing. It is but a little hindrance to eternity, quite meaningless to the real teacher, the Holy Spirit, of the world. Yet since you do believe in its reality, why should you waste it going nowhere when it can be used to reach a goal as high as learning can achieve? Think not the way to heaven's gate is difficult at all. Nothing you undertake will will sorry. Nothing you undertake with certain purpose and high resolve and happy confidence, holding each other's hand and keeping step to heaven's song is difficult to do. But it is hard indeed to wander off alone and miserable down a road which leads to nothing and which has no purpose. 32. God gave his teacher, the Holy Spirit, to replace the one you made, not to conflict with it. And what he would replace has been replaced. And Sorry. And what he would replace has been replaced. Time lasted but an instant in your mind and no effect upon it with no effect upon eternity. And so is all time past and everything exactly exactly as it was before the way to nothingness was made. The tiny tick of time in which the first mistake was made and all of them within that one mistake held also the correction for that one and all of them that came within the first. And in that tiny instant... Time was gone, for that was all it ever was. What God gave answer to is answered and is gone. 
Amen. Oh, yes. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, Atlanta. Okay, uh, 32. God gave his teacher to replace the one you made, not to conflict with it. And what he would replace has been replaced. Time lasted but an instant in your mind with no effect upon eternity. And so is all time past and everything exactly as it was before the way to nothingness was made. The tiny tick of time in which the first mistake was made and all of them within that one mistake held also the correction for that one and all of them that came within the first. And in that tiny instant, time was gone, for that was all it ever was. What God gave answer to is answered and is gone. To you, 33, to you who still believe you live in time and know not it is gone, excuse me, the Holy Spirit still guides you through the infinitely small and senseless maze you, you still perceive in time, though it has long since gone. You think you live in what is past. Each thing you look upon, you saw but for an instant long ago, before its unreality gave way to truth. Not one illusion still remains unanswered in your mind. Uncertainty was brought to certainty so long ago that it is hard indeed to hold it to your heart as if it were before you still. Thank you, Lena. And is there a new reader for 33 and 34? New reader at all for 33 and 34? Okay, back to you, Jennifer. 33. To you... Oop, you're not, not right. quite clear, sweetie. Yep. Sorry. There you go. How's that? <laughs> ah, thank you. 33. To you who still believe you live in time and know not it is gone, the Holy Spirit still guides you through infinity, small and senseless maze you still perceive in time. Though it has long since gone. You think you live in what is past. Each thing you look upon, you saw but for an instant. Long ago before its unreality gave way to truth. Not one illusion still remains unanswered in your mind. Uncertainty was brought to certainty so long ago that is hard indeed to hold it to your heart as if it were before you still. 34. The tiny instant you would keep and make eternal passed away in heaven 
too soon for anything to notice it had come. What disappeared too quickly to affect the simple knowledge of the Son of God can hardly still be there for you to choose to be the teacher. Only in the past, an ancient past, too short to make it a world in, in answer to creation, did this world appear to rise. So very long ago, for such a tiny interval of time, that not one note in heaven's song was missed. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, and Fran. 34. The tiny instant you would keep and make eternal passed away in heaven too soon for anything to notice it had come. What disappeared too quickly to affect the simple knowledge of the Son of God can hardly still be there for you to choose to be your teacher. Only in the past, an ancient past, too short to make a world an answer to creation, did this world appear to rise. So very long ago, for such a tiny interval of time that not one note in heaven's song was missed. 35. Yet in each unforgiving act or thought, in every judgment, and in all belief in sin, is that one instant still called back, as if it could be made again in time. You keep an ancient memory before your eyes, and he who lives in memories alone is unaware of where he is. Thank you, Fran. And Robin Bree. 35. In each unforgiving act or thought, in every judgment, and in all belief in sin, is that one instant still called back, as if it could be made again in time. You keep an ancient memory before your eyes, and he who lives in memories alone is unaware of where he is. 36. Forgiveness is the great release from time. It is the key to learning that the past is over. Madness speaks no more. There is no other teacher and no other way. For what has been undone no longer is. And who can stand upon a distant shore and dream himself across an ocean to a place and time that have long since gone by? How real a hindrance can this dream be to where he really is? For this is fact and does not change whatever dreams he has. Yet can he still imagine he is elsewhere and in another time? In the extreme, he can delude himself that this is true and pass from mere imagining into belief and into madness, quite convinced that where he would prefer to be, he is. I'm sorry, my button wasn't working again. Uh, thank you, Robin Marie and Karen. 36. 
Forgiveness is the great release from time. It is the key to learning that the past is over. Madness speaks no more. There is no other teacher and no other way. For what has been undone no longer is. And who can stand upon a distant shore and dream himself across an ocean to a place and time that have long since gone by? How real a hindrance can this dream be to where he really is? For this is fact and does not change whatever dreams he has. Yet can he still imagine he is elsewhere and in another time? In the extreme, he can delude himself that this is true and pass from mere imagining into belief and into madness, quite convinced that where he would prefer to be, he is. 37. Is this a hindrance to the place whereon he stands? Is any echo from the past that he may hear a fact in what there is to, I'm sorry, a fact in what is there to hear where he is now? And how much can his own delusions about time and place affect the change in where he really is? The unforgiven is a voice that calls out from a past, forever gone by, forever more gone by, and everything that points to it as real is but a wish that what is gone could be made real again and seen as here and now in place of what is really now and here. Is this a hindrance to the truth? The past is gone and cannot be returned to you? And do you want that fearful instinct kept when heaven seemed to disappear and God was feared and made a symbol of your hate? Thank you, Karen. Um, Let's see, and Jessica. Okay, 37. Is this a hindrance to the place whereon he stands? Is any echo from the past that he may hear a fact in which in what is there to hear where he is now? And how much can his own delusions about time and place affect a change in where he really is? The unforgiven is a voice that calls out from a past forevermore gone by. And everything which points to it as real is but a wish that what is gone could be made real again and seen as here and now in place of what is really now and here. Is this a hindrance to the truth the past is gone and cannot be returned to you? And do you want that fearful instant kept when heaven seemed to disappear and God was feared and made a symbol of your hate? Forget the time of terror that has been so long ago corrected and undone. Can sin withstand the will of God? Can it be up to you to see the past and put it in the present? 
You cannot go back. And everything that points the way in the direction of the past but sets you on a mission whose accomplishment can only be unreal. Such is the justice of your ever-loving father. I'm sorry, such is the justice your ever-loving father has ensured must come to you. And from your own unfairness to yourself as he protected you. You cannot lose your way because there is no way but his and nowhere can you go except to him. Woohoo! Thank you, Jessica. Uh, Patricia. Thirty-eight. Excuse me here. Forget the time of terror that has been so long ago corrected and undone. Can sin withstand the will of God? Can it be up to you to see the past and put it in the present? You cannot go back. And everything that points the way in the direction of the past but set you on a mission whose accomplishment can only be unreal. Such is the justice your ever-loving Father has ensured must come to you. And from your own unfairness to yourself as he protected you. You cannot lose your way because there is no way but his and nowhere can you go except to him. 39. Would God allow his son to lose his way along a road long since a memory of time gone by? This course will teach you only what is now. A dreadful instant in a distant past, now, now perfectly corrected, is of no concern nor value. Let the dead and gone be peacefully, peacefully forgotten. Resurrection has come to take its place. And now, now, you are a part of resurrection, not of death. No past illusions have the power to keep you in a place 
of death. A vault God's sons entered an instant to be instantly restored into his father's perfect love. And how can he be kept in chains long since removed and gone forever from his mind? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Patricia. Alexandra. Uh, 39. Would God allow his son to lose his way along a road long since a memory of time gone by? This course will teach you only what is now. A dreadful instant in a distant past now perfectly corrected is of no concern nor value. Let the dead and gone be peacefully forgotten. Resurrection has come to take its place, and now you are a part of resurrection, not of death. No past illusions have the power to keep you in a place of death. The vault God's son entered an instant to be instantly restored unto his father's perfect love. And how can he be kept in chains long since removed and gone forever from his mind? 40. The son that God created is as free as God created him. He was reborn the instant that he chose to die instead of live. And will you not forgive him now because he made an error in the past that God remembers not and is not there? Now you are shifting back and forth between the past and present. Sometimes the past seems real, as if it were the present. Voices from the past are heard and then are doubted. You are like the one who still hallucinates but lacks conviction in what he perceives. This is the borderland between the world, the bridge between the past and present. Here the shadow of the past remains, but still a present light is dimly recognized. Once it is seen, this light can never be forgotten. It must draw you from the past into the present where you really are. Amen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Uh, and Lana. 40. The son that God created is as free as God created him. He was reborn the instant that he chose to die instead of live. And will you not forgive him now because he made an error in the past that God remembers not and is not there? Now you are shifting back and forth between the past and present. Sometimes the past seems real, as if it were the present. Voices from the past are heard and then are doubted. You are like the one who still hallucinates, but lacks conviction in what he perceives. This is the borderland between the worlds, the bridge between the past and present. Here, 
the shadow of the past remains, but still a present light is dimly recognized. Once it is seen, this light can never be forgotten. It must draw you from the past into the present, where your reality, where where you really are. (laughs) 41. The shadow voices do not change the laws of time or of eternity. They come from what is past and gone and hinder not the true existence of the here and now. The real world is the second part of the hallucination time and death are real and have existence which can be perceived. I want to read that sentence again. The real world is the second part of the hallucination time and death are real and have existence which can be perceived. This terrible illusion was denied in but the time it took for God to give his answer to illusion for all time and every circumstance. And then it was no more to be experienced as there. Thank you, Lana. Um, Would there be a new reader for 41 and 42? 41 and 42, please. Okay, Jennifer, back to you. Oh, Judy, thank you. 41 and 42. Thank you. Shadow voice. Excuse me. The shadow voice do not change the laws of time or of eternity. They come from what is past and gone, and hinder not the true existence of the here and now. The real world is the second part of the hallucination. Hallucination. Time and death are real and have existence which can be perceived. This terrible illusion was denied in but the time it took for God to give his, his capital answer to illusion for all time and every circumstance. And then it was no more to be experienced as there. Each day and every minute in each day and every instant in each minute holds you but relive relive the single instant when the time of terror was replaced by love. And so you die each day to live again until you cross the gap between the past and the present which is not a gap at all. Such is each life, a seeming interval from birth to death and on to life again, a repetition of an instant gone by long ago, which cannot be relived, and all of time is, but the mad belief that what is over is still here and now. Wow. Thank you. 
Thank you, Judy. Um, would there be another new reader then for 42 and 43? Okay, Jennifer, back to you. 42. <clears throat> each day and every minute and each day and every instant that each minute holds, you but relive the single instant when the time of terror was replaced by love. And so you die each day to live again until you cross the gap between past and present, which is not a gap at all, such as each life, a seeming interval from birth to death and on to life again, a repetition of an instant gone by long ago, which cannot be relived, and all time is but the mad belief that what is over is still here and now. 43. Forgive the past and let it go, for it is gone. You stand no longer on the ground that lies between the worlds. You have gone on and reached the world that lies at heaven's gate. There is no hindrance to the will of God, nor any need that you repeat again a journey that was over long ago. Look gently on each other and behold the world in which perception of your hate has been transformed into a world of love. Thank you, Jennifer uh, and Fran. We have cleaning people here, and they're making a lot of noise. I hope it doesn't bother you guys while I read. <clears throat> 43. Forgive the past and let it go, for it is gone. You stand no longer on the ground that lies between the worlds. You have gone on and reached the world that lies at heaven's gate. There is no hindrance to the will of God, nor any need that you repeat again a journey that was over long ago. Look gently on each other and behold the world in which perception of your hate has been transformed into a world of love. Well, thank you, Fran, and thank you so much, every, every voice that added to the beautiful song we just read. Um, about freedom. How marvelous this lesson follows this reading today. Uh, so Fran, we'll turn it over to you while we take this holy pause. Oh. <clears throat> I hope they're quiet. <laughs> Hi everybody, we are in the second part of the workbook and the theme that we're on is what is the Christ? And today's lesson is Lesson 278. <clears throat> if I am bound, my Father is not free. 
Thus, so we'll read some from What is the Christ, and then we'll go over to our lesson and do our five-minute practice. What is the Christ? Christ is God's Son as he created him. He is the self we share, uniting us with one another and with God as well. He is the thought which still abides within the mind that is his source. He has not left his holy home, nor lost the innocence in which he was created. He abides unchanged forever in the mind of God. Christ is a link that keeps you one with God and guarantees that separation is no more than an illusion of despair, for hope forever will abide in him. Your mind is part of his and his of yours. He is the part in which God's answer lies, where all decisions are already made and dreams are over. He remains untouched by anything the body's eyes perceive. For though in him his father placed the means for your salvation, yet does he remain the self who, like his father, knows no sin. We'll go over to the lesson. Lesson 278. If I am bound, my father is not free. If I accept that I am a prisoner within a body in a world in which all things that seem to live appear to die, then is my father prisoner with me. And this do I believe when I maintain the laws the world obeys, must I obey. The frailties and the sins which I perceive are real and cannot be escaped. If I am bound in any way, I do not know my father or myself and I am lost to all reality. For truth is free, and what is bound is not a part of truth. Father, I ask for nothing but the truth. I have had many foolish thoughts about myself and my creation, and have brought a dream of fear into my mind. Today I would not dream. I choose the way to you instead of madness and instead of fear. For truth is safe, and only love is sure. Lesson 278, if I am bound, my father is not free. Five minutes.
278. If I am bound, my Father is not free. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Fran. Amen. Thanks, Fran. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Fran. Did you want to say something, Fran? Oh, you say something if you want to. Okay. I just wanted to give you... That's Sandra. Sandra, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I love what you have to say. <laughs> this this lesson for me just says it all. <laughs> if I am bound, my father is not free. You know, I want to absolutely believe and trust that God's got a plan for me and God's got a plan for this planet. And what binds me from from experiencing that trust and that faith and that joy is my lack of forgiveness because my lack of forgiveness is based in judgment and and so I'm seeing just the absolute importance of my completing my forgiveness process I have found for myself that it happens in layers but I'm telling you this year of doing the Course in Miracles has really inspired me to go do that work, complete it, no no bars, because that's what blocks my that's what blocks God. God is not free if I because God works through me, and if I don't completely forgive, God can't work through me. But God knows knows my humanity, knows me. And so God gave me this, this beautiful comforter because God said, you're going to have a hard time with forgiving because there's been a whole bunch of man's inhumanity to man. whole bunch out there. That's what this whole planet is based in. So I need to do that forgiveness work so that God can move upon this planet and, and, and allow that plan to happen, not my plan. Because my plan will just repeat the past over and over and over again. And that's what we've done as a species, as a humanity. The buck stops here. I want to stop that process, not only for myself, but for all this whole planet. And, and so I'm creating a new world. And I can honestly say, and passionately say now without feeling like I'm that I'm being disrespectful that I am the resurrection and the life I say that every single day first when I first started doing that practice I didn't believe it I thought I was being sacrilegious whatever I have to take on that that identity of being the resurrection and the life and I got a helper to help me do that, which is my Holy Spirit. You guys all got it too. But when I judge and go back into the past, I can turn it over. And sometimes I have to turn it over minute by minute by minute because I turn it over and then I take it back again. But when I can turn it over and then joyfully go out and play 
that's when I know that I've really turned it over because I can go out and play and just be in total gratitude for the life that I have right here in the present moment. That's another thing that was focused is that it only happens in the present moment. And I am just so grateful to have this this book that gives me the plan to create a whole new world based in the truth of who I am and who you are and and in what God's plan was for all of us. I'm complete. Oh, Sandra, that was great. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you very much. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Sandra. This is Mindy. I want to say thank you, Sandra. All I'm going to say is I'm feeling stuck. I'm not going to go into the story. I'm just going to say I'm feeling stuck. So if I'm not free, God is not free. And I'd like to get to the place where you're at. But for me, I really, um, it scares me. It's like, okay, if I'm bound and I'm stuck in my illusions, that means God can't do anything to help me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but if I realize that God is me and I'm part of God, if I am choosing or somehow unable to choose not to be an illusion, um, God is not free to act in my life to bring miracles because I'm choosing to be in the illusion that I'm not part of God and God's not part of me. So that's the best thinking I got. <laughs> I'm willing to get unstuck and thank you. I'm complete. Thanks, Mindy. Beautiful, Mindy. Yeah. Yes, thank you for your shares. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Mindy. Okay. Good morning, it's Lana. You know, when I have those feelings, I just wanted to share this feelings like I'm stuck. Um, the first thing I'm guided to do is to question my perceptions and have a thought of maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about this. That just leaves, puts a little light in my mind. That, um, And I don't try to convince myself that, oh, this isn't real, because as we all know, when we're in it, it sure feels real. But I do question the truth of it. You know, when I say maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is not the truth of my being. You know, and then do what it tells us today in the reading. Bring all my focus back to now. You know, it's the same as saying, when I bring all my focus and attention back to now, it's what Jesus calls the closest approximation we have to eternity. When I bring all my focus and attention, it's like I'm leaving time. I'm stepping out of time and coming back to eternity. I'm coming back to truth. And there I just rest. I can just rest and ask for forgiveness and watch it undo my mind. I don't have to do anything else. I just have to choose it and rest there. And, you know, mind activates spirit when I choose it, and it heals, you know. So, um, and I just want to say this reading, I really love this reading because it really shows and explains that the past is over. It was over the instant 
you know, that we had that crazy man idea in the same instant, simultaneously, was his shield. And it included all the stuff we're going through now, <laughs> all this time and space illusion that we seem to be experiences as is real. It was already healed. It's already gone. It never was. So we've never, ever left God. And there's only one path to take the path to that remembrance, to forgiveness. So it's just a beautiful reading today. I, I really love it. I'm complete. Oh, thank you, Lana. And that was so beautiful. Thank you, Lana. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Thank you very thank you, much. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Good, a good way to go back to the text reading. Good morning, everyone. It's Karen. Um, a few weeks, ago, well, a week ago or so, I was having a conversation with Reverend Pam separately off the off of the call, and she said it's already over. It already, it's you know, it's not even real. And the way she said it, I was just, I have no idea what she was talking about and couldn't find it. And I went back to the text and I started trying to find something that was talking about how time isn't real. So I was very excited this morning when I read the little hindrance before the calls. Because there it was. There it was. It, it, it isn't real. And then I have a lot, of, um, a lot of family problems right now with my siblings because we are faced with this, you know, dilemma about my mom. But um, siblings are attacking each other. And then there comes a place where you start defending why you feel the way you feel and justifying it and... And it goes back to the past. And the minute I talk about that past, it becomes real to me and I'm locked in this horrible illusion. It's an illusion. I'm locked in it. I get emotionally identified and I'm stuck. And thank you, God, I got out of it. But last night my my younger sister called and she's in it. And, and to look at it from the outside it's like the course exactly what the course is saying in the footnotes in the annotated edition of the course it talks about how an older senile senile person um would be telling a story about the past and talking about it as if it's real and it's happening now but it isn't happening and that's exactly what's going on with all my siblings and it's the emotional trauma of all of this PTSD that's coming up, and it's really like it's beyond belief, hell world stuff. But it isn't happening now. This this beautiful heaven reality that's being eclipsed when I am bound, when I am bound, my father is not free. When I am bound in that falsehood and that illusion, the divine can't flow through me. It can't extend. It can't heal. It can't give miracles. It can't extend the, the light and the love and the grace and the peace that this world so desperately needs, which is why we came, you know. But when I'm in that, trapped in that illusion of falsehood, I'm blocked. I am bound. I am bound by the ego reality. And um, this little hindrance, is that shift from the belief in the reality of the ego 
world to the acceptance and rejoicing, right? Rejoicing in the glory of the truth, which is our heaven world reality. We are so blessed. The people on this call, the people who study the Course in Miracles, we are so unbelievably blessed because we've been trained to, dis- to differentiate the, the ego nightmare falsehood and the truth. But I feel like my poor siblings don't have that gift. And some of them have been on spiritual path for a long, long time. But the emotions and the PTSD and the negativity is so real. You know, that they're still lost in it and bound. So I'm just here to say thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the Course. Thank you for this call. Thank you for each and every one of you who share your voices to the song, the song of praise that we share, that we lift to heaven in our oneness. And um, I guess that's enough. Thank you so much for letting me share. Oh, that was phenomenal, Karen. And I agree about the blessing, like God in heaven. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Karen. I'm, good morning, guys. It's Jude. I um, really reveled in the line that I, that I read about every, every day and every minute and every day and every instant and every minute. We die. We die. We die, we die, we die, because once that instant's gone, it's gone. So the thought I had, every thought, every belief, every concept is, is a dead thought, is a dead belief, is a dead concept. And that is where the unknowing part comes in, where what is formless and changeless in me is not really knowable. It's not really definable by a thought or a belief or a concept. And that I die in it. Judy dies every single instant and every single minute of every single day. And if I remember Judy, I'm remembering a false idol image of myself. That's the ego's use of time, past, present. It brings the past into the present and holds on to it like it's here and now in a memory, and then it projects it into a future in goals and, 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 and beliefs in achieving or becoming, improvement, striving, wanting, needs. And it, it's the difference between how the ego uses time and what is time and truth. It's nothing. It's just merely a mental construct that the egoic thinking mind made up to maintain its illusion of itself. So this is really a huge part of the text for me. And, you know, that I'm not bound by time nor space because I am formless and I am timeless. I always have been, I am now, and I always will be changelessly. Spirit in a state of grace mindful awareness of all that appears in time and all that seems to last in time and all that disappears with time, that it appears within me. There's nothing outside of my awareness of it, that I am purely mind and awareness and one with all of it. 
seamless, boundaryless, without limit. So this is really huge, this lesson. And, um, you know, bondage and, and boundaries and, and limits and, you know, letting go of, of time and, um, you know, defining myself as an, an image or a concept or a belief. All being dead knowledge, old, <laughs> past, gone. <laughs> Only here and now. And am I awake? The end of the dream. It's like the end of the dream of being a somebody, a something. I'm not a thing. I'm life itself. I'm truth itself. I am the light that loves everything into beingness. We are co-creators with God. Huge stuff, guys. Love you all. Thank you for being here with me. I'm complete. Thank you, Judy. That Thank was you, Judy. This is Sandra again, really quick. That was such a beautiful share. And I just, you know, it's really important for me <laughs> and and all of us to let go of the identity of being Sandra, Judy, Lori, Karen, and and take on the identity of the Holy Spirit because that's the truth of who we are. We're really the Holy Spirit. I'm complete. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Um, thank you, Sandra. And um, this is Jessica. And the reading was absolutely wonderful, but I have to say one of the most wonderful parts of it was hearing Lori's tearful voice because that's how I so often feel reading this material because it's like, oh, my goodness, I'm home. This is home. This is the truth. I have arrived. I'm here. I've been here all along. I can't believe it. How beautiful, how wonderful. I forgot. <laughs> you know, that, all of that stuff is what I heard in your tearful voice, like, and love, overwhelming love and peace and and unity and everything. So, um, you know, and, and this reading definitely evokes that because it reminds us of the ancient truth that, you know, we are one and we are we are reviewing something that's not really happening anymore, so don't worry about it. Um, I'm having my deck redone and we decided to extend it a little bit and had a misunderstanding about how much it was going to cost. And it's costing like a good bit more. And I'm like, yeah, fine. That's okay because none of this is really permanent. It's not, you know, anything that doesn't last is not real. And what's real is the love that I can share with the contractor and his helper and my husband who's discussing these things with me and the acceptance and the peace that it's all going to be fine and it's going to be beautiful and whatever happens, I am one with, with um, the Holy Spirit 
And I love how it says in this reading, there's only two ways to go. Either you go to him or you're not going anywhere. So there's nothing to worry about. You're not going to hell. You're not going to any kind of place that you need to worry about. You're either going toward God or you're just not going anywhere. And maybe we're going to God. Some days I'm going faster than other days. Some days I'm treading water or spinning my wheels or thinking that I'm someplace that I'm not or something like that. But, um, you know, I love, oh gosh, now it's hard to remember who said what, but I think it was something that Sandra said about, um, that reminded me of, of Lori's I don't know. And that's so useful to me when I'm in a in a place of um, any kind of disturbance about like, oh, I, sh- I should have asked the Holy Spirit before I decided to do this thing. Now here I am in the middle of it and I can't back out. Why did I ask the Holy Spirit? And at that point, I can just say, I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here or not. So it's all good. You know, I don't have to beat myself up for not following guidance or asking for guidance or any of that stuff or doing the, um, uh, the steps to just, you know, what is it called? Steps for decision. I know that's not right, but, um, the rules for decision, not following the rules for decision. It's okay because maybe I'm spinning my my wheels for a little bit, but I'm going to keep going. And you guys are mighty, mighty companions. And the reading today reminded me of the um, the part about what is a miracle where it says miracles fall like drops of healing rain from heaven on a dry and dusty world where starved and thirsty creatures come to die. Now they have water. Now the world is green. And everywhere the signs of life spring up to show that what is born can never die. For what has life has immortality. I feel like this section we read today was, was you know, very much in sync with that. Of course, everything in, in, in this manuscript is in sync with every other part of it. It is so incredibly beautiful. And I am so incredibly grateful. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you, Jessica. (laughs) It's a marvelous thing, marvelous thing to hear your own words and thoughts in another voice. And, oh, my God, that's the gift we give each other every morning. It It makes heaven here now. So thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you, everyone. Love you guys. Thank you, Jessica. You remind me of something I said uh, or um, came to me this morning in meditation and and that um, when I choose heaven, it's that choiceless choice to choose for love, only love and no fear. And um, it's a decisionless choice to choose for happiness. And um, what else would I choose? And uh, it's what you said about um, there's no place else to go except for heaven because that's where we already are. And to know that's always always where we always have been 
and to settle into that. And um, thank you, Sandra, to, for saying what you said, too, because that reminded me of it. The choiceless choice, the decisionless decision, and um, the, it's without directions because it, it doesn't have any agenda. I don't have any goals. I don't have to think about it. It merely is what it is. It's all love. It's all God. It's all heaven. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Um, I just want to say one little quick thing. I want to thank my children and my grandchildren and my whole family because they motivate me to do this work. And I am so grateful to them and I love them so much. Oh, that's beautiful, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Every work I do extends. Um, and you're absolutely right about that. So thank you. Good morning, Patricia here. You've highlighted and just got such explosive um, joy in me listening to each word and remembering the dramatic change that occurred and still stuns me with uh, what happened with my identity once learning this and especially that number 42 each day every minute in each day and every instant is the reliving of what has already been made brand new. And my my purpose is so stunning when especially around family because because it stuns them, I think, as much to see me in this place of and Lori, it's like, you know, in the theater, like God pulled me off the stage and said, I'm giving you a brand new character now, Patricia. You're going to go back on stage, and you are going to be the one who knows you're reliving what I already made perfect. And I want you to be the character that's going to be in the room knowing that with what your words say. And, and I got pulled up, you know, into my life in this whole other outfit and the words that come out you guys and the freedom in this old woman of mine that I feel younger than I've ever been because I'm not the one to solve anything so I can have you know somebody near death on suicide watch I can have you know just tons of reality of the 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 world drama going on but i'm there going well you guys i you know i'm here to see it differently and i know we all are because it already has worked itself out and people get kind of you know they turn around and they go talk to somebody else but i've been doing this for a while now and they're coming and talking to me a little more in these fun ways 
where I don't have the role to solve a single thing other than to say, you guys, I'm, I'm here to do it differently. I've been here before, and I'm here this time to see it differently. What a wonderful shift of a role to play where, you know, I could be running around and, you know, trying to fix millions of things every day. It's not like there aren't things to fix. But when they just get fixed in God's own way and I sit back and keep on breathing and I got to do walking and I have to be different in this role. I do things different. I actually have to take naps and breaks more. And I don't think it's because I'm older. I think it's because I just have a different role to play now. And I really want it differently and it's happening it's happening so I uh, believe every word we read and I think what we read here I'm going to read again and again just to remember I'm not such a crazy old woman after all thank you God for giving me this role we can see it any way we want because it's already been played out Thank you. Oh, thank you, Patricia. Oh, that was sensuous. Oh, sure. Thank oh, Patricia. Yeah, that was so lovely. So great. Thank you, Patricia. I love your passion. Freedom. Hello, it's Lana. God, I love the shares. Um, you know, once Jesus gave me a beautiful message. He, he said, what would the day be like if you fully recognized that every perceived concern or problem was already solved? Not only solved, but never existed in the first place. This is the power of the mind aligned with truth. This is what finding peace in the unknown looks like. This is the peace of God. Join with this power and miracles occur naturally as just another aspect of living. And then I was reminded of that beautiful quote in A Course in Miracles where it said, says, if you knew who walks beside you on the way that you have chosen, fear would be impossible. You know, for evidence of this, for validation of this, all I have to do is remind myself that in all my 74, almost five years that I've walked this earth, there hasn't been a problem or concern that I've ever encountered that I wasn't helped through. And and the problem was solved because here I am talking to you. So everything that ever frightened me, every problem I ever saw saw or encountered no longer exists in my mind. It's gone. 
And so when things come up now, if I remember that, I can recognize that every perceived concern or problem that shows up and appears to be present is already solved, is already solved. In fact, it never existed in the first place. So that gives me the strength to allow it to unfold, to trust in God's will for my perfect happiness and to rest in peace. You know, he told me once, you need not know the answer to the problem in order for it to be solved. And and it's kind of funny now when I think about it because the problem is not real. So why should I have to find an answer to it? I just have to remember to let the illusion of a problem be undone by God, not by me. So I can, you know, just open my course book to rest in God, that beautiful rest, that beautiful just meditation almost, and keep my focus there as I rest in God and trust that what never was still never exists and it was only it was only a misperception of my mind um, and I don't have to be frightened and if I doubt that I just have to look and remember that God solved everything in my life I got through everything that <laughs> this crazy dream has shown me the good the bad and the ridiculous you know and uh, here I am still present with God still conscious of this holy presence as one with God and all my brothers and stay in my safe spot stay in my sacred spot and that's always here and now and not go time traveling to past and the future but stay present with God and uh, it's just like my way of life when something shows up or or I'm concerned about some unknown thing from the future that may show up or I don't understand anything I just have to remember I don't have to engage in any of that silly stuff I just have to be still and then stick and go home to my sacred spot <laughs> um, I'm, I'm complete thank you for listening it's beautiful sharing a beautiful reading today beautiful lesson too Oh, thank you, Lana. Oh, that was a beautiful thank you, share. And thank a beautiful you, Lana, Lana, too. Thank you. You remind me of something. Go ahead, Sandra. I was just going to say, Lana, you're such an inspiration. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. God bless you all. I love you all so much. As are you, too. You're an inspiration to me as well. Thank you. This this is a mutual appreciation society. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. What you reminded me of, Lana, was um, which has become a part of my practice in in watching my thoughts come and go because thoughts come and go. You know that um, thinking thinking in the world is like you know thoughts lead to thoughts lead to thoughts and um, and learning to just watch them coming and going and and practicing stillness and silence that you know when I'm when I'm considering something or wondering about something um, if I have doubt and this is what I'm uh, I wanted to say about being a part of my practice that whenever doubt comes up 
it's always self-doubt. The Course has taught me that this is self-doubt and that I'm trusting on Judy alone and that I can't rely on anything Judy knows or thinks because Judy doesn't really know. So I have to go to my teacher, the Holy Spirit, and ask what it is I need to know here. And um, so undoing of that doubt and undoing of uncertainty is, you know, constant, has become a constant, consistent going to the teacher of the truth. Who knows the truth? I don't. He does. And I'll let him teach me. So that's been very helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. It's so true. It's like thoughts come, thoughts go. That's what thoughts do. It's just, as I watch my thoughts go, come and go, it's just, I have to be careful which one I latch on to. <laughs> and the same with feelings. All sorts of feelings come, feelings go. Some are bright, white, beautiful light. Some feelings are dark, grays and black. Some feelings are red and blazing or blue and cool. Um, it's just the meaning I give to them. But if I just allow everything to be what it is, and they pass right through, thoughts, feelings. Um, everything is energy. Everything is passing unless I grab hold of it and make it real and give it meaning and engage it, that kind of stops the motion. <laughs> and that's why it seems real, because it's fixed in my awareness now. Now I'm engaging it. Now I'm trying to make it different. Now I'm trying to solve it. Now I'm trying to understand it. Now I'm trying to fix it. All those actions just hold that which I want to pass through me, stay in my awareness. But when I disengage it, and just let it be, let the feelings be there, let the thoughts be there. They just pass right on through, and, I, and, and then I, a few minutes later, I notice they're not there anymore. It's like, where is that fear? You know, where is that worry? It's gone. It's gone with the wind. <laughs> went in my mind. I'm complete. Thank you, Anna. It's beautiful. Yes, that was. I need to say goodbye because I got to go on to another Zoom, but thanks, everybody. This was wonderful. Yes, it was. Thank you, Sandra, for your contribution. It was so profound and... uh, certain. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Have, Have a blessed day. Have a good day. Thank you, guys. Well, looking at the time, it is time to end the recording. Um, all I can say is Christ is the self we share. Christ is the self we share. And to Hear truth in other voices is um, 
is a beautiful, beautiful goal. It makes heaven here now. <laughs> so anyway, um, I feel called, uh, especially today, to highlight these two sections that uh, give us the whole release and the whole restoration. And also uh, the process here in the little hindrance, the process to restore again our release. Um, and this is the way we walk. This is the way we walk. There's a way of living in the world that is not here. Although it seems to be, you do not change appearance, though you smile more frequently. Your forehead is serene, your eyes are quiet. And the ones who walk the world as you do recognize their own. Yet those who have not yet perceived the way will recognize you also and believe that you are like them as you were before. The world is an illusion. Those who choose to come to it are seeking for a place where they can be illusions and avoid their own reality. Yet when they find their own reality is even here, then they step back and let it lead the way. What other choice? What other choice is really theirs to make? To let illusion walk ahead of truth is madness. But to let illusion sink back behind the truth and let the truth stand forth as what it is, is simple sanity. Release and restoration, this is the simple choice we make today. The mad illusion will remain a while. In evidence for those to look upon or choose to come and have not yet rejoiced to find they were mistaken in the choice. They cannot learn directly from the truth because they've denied that it is so, and so they need a teacher who perceives their madness, but who can still look beyond delusion to the simple truth in them. Release the restoration as simply that I step back, that I step back, that I step back and let him lead the way to my own and the world's release and restoration. Thank you, everyone. Um, there's a beautiful, beautiful call today. And should you want to extend your feeling of release today, I implore you to look at Review Lesson 58 and let its fullness land in your heart. Thank you, everyone, uh, for a beautiful, beautiful call and for your voice in the self we share. Uh, and this recording now.